0: Hello, and welcome to the Gender Focus podcast from genderfocus.org. We're an online platform sharing insights from research projects that challenge violence against women and girls and explore knowledge around mental distress, climate, water and sanitation. Our website and these podcasts are facilitated by the University of Portsmouth and their International Development Studies Group. I'm Dr. Zara Martin, a senior lecturer in international relations at the University of Portsmouth. Gender Focus is an international community of researchers and practitioners who are working together to share tools, communicate knowledge, and change women's lives globally. In each episode of this podcast, we hear about a different piece of work and we share learnings and breakthroughs from different parts of the world. This time, we hear how the Nepal Center for Contemporary Research collaborates with international institutions to influence public policy dialogue around gender-based violence and displacement. Vishnu Upreti is one of the founders of the NCCR. Until recently, he was the executive director and today he acts as an advisor there. He talked to us about a few of the insights he's recently gained on projects in Nepal. First, context is everything. Bishnu says the scope of NCCR's research and policy is led by the different needs of the geographical areas it works in.
1: We have covered in the past Asia, Africa, Latin America and um, South Asia, including Nepal. But gradually we have concentrated in the South Asia region and the country specific to Nepal. And NCCR was engaged in quite a range of the issues ranging from state building, conflict management, natural resource and environment, climate issues, business and tourism, all that. But one of the focus area was related with the gender and women related issues. We were directly working with the University of were related to violence against women, displaced women, political violence etc. And in addition to that, NCCR has a very strong focus on the public policy dialogue and linking research into policy and publication and dissemination.
0: For decades, Nepal has been in a state of political flux. This has created socio-economic upheaval and instability in the country and in the lives of women.
1: Since 1990s, we have big democratic changes from the autocratic unitary system and in 1996 there was a big Maoist insurgency which has disrupted the total socio-economic fabric of the country, political disintegration etc. But fortunately in 2006, we were able to have the comprehensive peace agreement with the Maoist and the government of Nepal.
0: Today a federal republic constitution is moving Nepal towards greater political stability Bishnu explained how earthquakes two major floods and a global pandemic have made this achievement even more remarkable
1: Despite these all natural calamities and some political tension now we have a very strong legal framework we have very strong policy framework to move the country ahead and we have also all the intuition required to implement.
0: The coronavirus pandemic had its own impact on the social well-being of the country, but it also presented a particular setback to the lives and
1: opportunities of women. The livelihood options of women were restricted or even terminated. For example, many women were engaged in the hotel business, handicraft business, small-scale cottage industries, tourism refreshment industries knitting and weaving but because of the covid they, they were not able to continue that once that was not able to continue they have the problem of earning and also joblessness was quite clear lack of access to hospital affected their reproductive right in the past because during the lockdown period and there was not possible to access to the health system and health services and because of that they have different health related problem. It was also related to the children elderly but women were suffering more. Another very unique character we observed during this Covid crisis was the increased work burden for women. Because they all family member were in house, and there was a different demand from different member of the family, and then because always people are in the house, and there was also some sort of the tension and uh, because of this tension there was a uh, stress issue so it was a very cyclic way of affecting the life and livelihood of uh, women ranging from mental health to physical health to livelihood security to the interpersonal relation all that so covid has very heavily negatively affected women elderly children and almost all member of the society
0: domestic pressure stress interpersonal tension at home reduced access to health services and unemployment. COVID has set back development for women's equality on a national level in Nepal. But beyond the pandemic, there is still much work to be done. Bishnu highlighted what he sees as the three main factors creating gender-related issues in Nepal.
1: In the past three or four decades, Nepal has really moved ahead, but still some sort of patriarchal mindset remains and because of that the discrimination against women more uh, prevalent in the rural remote areas. The second big challenge still existed is the access to resources. Women are not really able to equally access the resources. In other words, it's the economic dependency is still huge. Because of that, the choice of the life of the woman, mobility, etc., are restricted because they have to depend on the financially with their male partners or the male members of the society. Only very few percent of women are independent, economically independent. The third important challenge is they full implementation of the affirmative provisions we have several laws rules policy to address the discrimination violence against women gender equality and so on but most of them it to properly implement in reality. Many of them are in document and not able to fully implement or some of them are partially implemented or some of them are largely implemented.
0: In spite of the challenges brought by that prevailing patriarchal mindset, economic dependency and a lack of implementation, Vishnu says there is yet hope to improve the experience of women in Nepal. It starts with representation.
1: There is a huge number of the women elected in the political process. For example, 41% women are in a political position. That means they are from their position helping to address that challenges to implement the provision provided by the law, policy and other legal framework.
0: The Women, Work and Violence Project is a collaboration between the NCCR and the University of Portsmouth. This has shown that academic research needs to be translated in straightforward language for practitioners. It also needs to be delivered hand in hand with policy in order to action tangible change in people's lives.
1: critically important to engage both at policy and local level, even the researcher. If we conduct the research, this research is not translated into the policy message and reached to the community, then it will have the less effect. The project must make the provision of translating and implementing the findings into the action project. If we are not able to do that, perhaps our excellent learning may not be continued and it will not contribute to change the life and livelihood of the women. So, wherever possible and wherever feasible, we have to have the small component of the action from the learning.
0: In addition to that project, the team have been exploring the impact of displacement upon violence against women following the earthquake and floods. They looked at mixed groups of women and quickly learned that the individual social situation of a woman impacted the data greatly. Vishnu says this kind of research calls for a more rigorous analysis.
1: In our study area, even in the same geographical area with the same uh, or similar socioeconomic status, the effect of this uh, disaster was uh, different to the different ethnic group of women because of their consumption behaviour, because of their social relations etc. Therefore, first and foremost, we need to look to the disaggregated data and um, uh, combine with the qualitative interrogation because quantitative survey alone was not able to really present the actual situation.
0: So what other lessons were learned from this collaboration?
1: In any research project, in any research project of the collaborative type needs to respect to the local need and work in the mutual trust and mutual respect. So that was quite uh, important lessons we learned, quite positive lessons we learned. If there is a mutual respect and mutual trust, between the partners in different countries, the effect is more important. We have to bring as many actors as possible right from the beginning to inform them what exactly is the nature of the research project, how this research project can contribute to the policy changes, to respond to the local challenges and also brief them what is going on and share with them the findings and get their commitment. For example, we have an excellent workshop in Viratnagar where we have conducted our field research and then the local head of the local government was coming there and making the commitment to translate the research research. research finding into their annual action plan. So that means our research was directly contributing to change to the policy.
0: He says there are three pillars to translating research into action.
1: One is the mutual interest, very first and foremost to make any research project successful to change the situation at the local level is the mutual or the common interest. And once the common interests are established, then there is equally important is the mutual respect. And the third important part is the mutual benefit. And in that sense, these three pillars make the very strong collaboration, very strong partnership research first and foremost is to examine the intersectionality of the women for example the violence against the women working in agriculture is quite different from women's working in the health sector for example second part is to assess the differences and complication and contradiction among the um, federal provincial and local government policy uh, related to addressing the violence against women. Uh, Most important part is to look to the reconciliation and healing related to psychosocial and mental health problem affected by the COVID.
0: Vishnu is now turning his work into a policy brief in the hope that addressing violence against women will in turn address other social issues in Nepal.
1: Basically, what we are trying to do is to document the violence against women-related concern and issues, specifically focusing to the political violence, and to address that violence through the political processes.
0: If you'd like to know more about Bishnu's work, and other learnings from our collaboration with the Nepal Centre for Contemporary Research, you can find the links on our website, genderfocus.org. If you'd like to get involved and share your gender-focused research or practitioner insights, you can also get in touch there. You can also follow us on Twitter at genderfocus and LinkedIn or join our newsletter for details of upcoming webinars. Thanks for listening.